0: A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What a mine? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? James! <laughs> music,
1: Welcome back to the Hitter Podcast, Rob DiPietro, the Dead Hitter. Today is Wednesday, August 8th, 18th, yep, Wednesday, August 18th, and I will be going over the main event fab and player movement with Todd Whitestone of spstreamer.com. Once again, you can find Todd's articles on spstreamer.com, it's a free article every Monday, Todd. We'll review the standings in the main event, as well as the players that have been added and sometimes dropped. So, um, check that out. Todd does awesome work. He's uh, really given a cool insight into the main event standings and the player movement and um, a lot of stuff that you can, um, that you'll find interested in without having to do the legwork and stuff. So, so, we're standing here and the season is winding down to a close. Everyone's fab budgets are winding down. Um, sorry, I've been a little absent from this scene lately. Um, just haven't been finding the drive to do it, as well as some um, personal stuff going on, as well as home. Mom has been feeling good and just trying to make sure she gets the ultimate care. So, um, And also, if you're on Twitter, I've been staying away from Twitter, too, because it's just one big dumpster fire everyone wants to yell at each other and tell them how much better they are at living than someone else is and it's just too much it's uh, just trying to go on there and get some fantasy baseball stuff but it's just everyone everyone wants to say something um and it's it's the race to conclusion that's the world we live in where everyone wants to have the first conclusion of uh anything that happens or um and it's just uh it's 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 bad it's uh not a place i want to spend my days in and um you know just like every other electronic that's sometimes not working you just got to unplug it and uh, it'll start working again and that's what i'm doing with twitter just uh getting away from it seeing if i can get my brain out of that uh whatever creates the the twitterverse but um moving on to baseball stuff yeah it's uh Winding down. We got some great wild card races going on. Um, If you're in fantasy leagues, head to head leagues, um, playoffs are probably starting soon. Um, Roto leagues, you know, um, really trying to identify the categories that you need down the stretch, whether you can gain it through Fab, whether your trading deadline is still open. Attack it. Attack it with some precision. Take some time out to, you know, really see what you can gain in and pick up the appropriate players and, you know, try to do the math if you can see if it's realistic or not. Um, sit down and and see how many how many RBI's am I getting per week, how many do I need to move up, you know, stuff like that. Um, really take the extra 5 minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever you can give to it to really make the push down the down the stretch run. Um, so fabbing has, you know, been pretty intense in the main event, uh, you know budgets are dry, and uh, just trying to get by, trying to figure out who you want to spend uh, a large amount of your limited budget left on, Um, but um, yeah, so we'll get into all that fun stuff, we'll tell some fun stories about the beach, and we'll also play some pod deck games that I know a lot of people um, had fun listening to last time, it should be right in the middle of the episode where I get to ask Todd some really um, personal questions about himself. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, Again, thank you for everyone for listening and for for hanging in there. I know that um, I didn't get to really as many podcasts as I wanted to during the season and in-season. Just kind of got burnt out and just with uh, a lot of stuff happening in in the world. Just kind of uh, wasn't really focused on... Um, doing this, so um, I apologize to anyone who maybe um, was expecting something a little more, because I was expecting a little more myself. So, um, but you know, burnout is a real thing, and you know, life and family is uh, is always first. So, um, but you know, in the off season, it, it it it's going to kick back into the old uh, pull hitter gear that we saw last off season, where we're just going to bring on. Um, you know all the best players in the world and dig inside their brains to what went wrong last year and what we can do right for next year so um yep again thank you for listening thanks for anyone who's uh, reached out and um said what's up and left a rating and a review that's really cool thank you so much um here you go that's me and todd All right, welcome back to the Pool Hitter Podcast. I'm Rob DiPietro, the Deadpool Hitter. I'm here with Mr. Todd Whitestone. Todd, what's going on?
0: Not too much, Rob. Everything's going well on my end. How How was your week
1: uh, last week? You had off?
0: Oh, yeah. I was away at Cape Cod. We had a nice family vacation. The weather was really good. It was nice. My whole family was there. Not in one place, but various places close by. We had a great, uh, great time off. I even got one article out, even though it was a little more difficult than I had imagined. But anyway, uh, back home and uh, happy to be home, even though I had we had a good time there. Well,
1: I saw you uh, um, on Twitter uh, buzzing around on a stand-up paddleboard. Was that you?
0: <laughs> uh, no, that was not me. That no was, man, I, I am. I employ several guys that look like me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, they're, they're told to do like tricks like that so that uh, I look like I'm a cool guy.
1: Are you a big water person? Are you in the water all the nah, time? No, I don't really do that. I, what the hell did you do then at Cape Cod?
0: <laughs> I laid out my, my, uh, my mom was there. She's in her 90s. You know, we were kind of trying to take it slow, not really go where the people were. You know and so we we just took it easy she didn't really she only went one or two places you know around the, the cape there she, she you know it's, it's it's difficult for her to get around
1: right right so
0: it, it worked out fine but it wasn't like a normal like you know just me and my wife bopping around vacation
1: how about sandcastles you built
0: sandcastles <laughs> No, I didn't, I'm, not, I'm not good at that. Are you good
1: at that? Oh yeah, yeah. My wife is is on point too. She
0: okay, she okay.
1: she knows the ratios of sand to water.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta have the. It's gotta be damp. You can't you, do it with you, dry
1: sand. Yeah, it's about 60-40, water to okay, sand. Okay, okay. Yeah, people go people go way off, and they just it, you get a dry castle that just crumbles instantly. So. Right. Right. Yeah, it's a skill, Todd. It's a skill.
0: It's a skill. Now did she teach you or did you did you teach her how to do it? I
1: knew I knew I, I mean I grew up on a lake lakeside um cabin like during the summertime. So I grew up in Brooklyn and went to school there, but then we went into this a little cabin house that my dad had bought us. And it was, uh, you know, like lake water. So yeah, I, I I built sandcastles all the time. And then when I met my wife, she was you know, we um obviously later in my life, and <clears throat> I graduated to like ocean beach guy. And my wife right. grew up basically on on the beach. And she uh, so she so we merged our beach, okay. our sandcastle skills, but she definitely had a little more knowledge about it. I got I you. Okay. I give her that. Yeah,
0: you're the uh, sandcastle uh,
1: couple. With the the sandcastle couple. You know what? Yeah, that's uh. We were thinking about doing a podcast together. I guess that's maybe a I good idea. this could,
0: you could this, be, uh, you could work that in somehow. I
1: will tell you one thing that we are at the beach, but we're the police at the beach.
0: You are. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a bag of shit at the beach, you're gonna face me and my wife, hundred percent. Garbage, forget about it. If you yeah. fucking throw around Kit Kat wrappers or plastic bag Wawa, I'm gonna be in your face saying pick it up, meatball. You know, simple as that. Because I have no time for that. It's beautiful yeah. beach, or sand. Don't be a slob. I agree, I agree. Don't what be about, a slob. What
0: about the guy that can't put the umbrella in the? Oh, seat? that
1: too. That too. <laughs> I'll be, you know, just just get off of Facebook for set for, for eight minutes and download a video on how to fucking put it in right. Because. <laughs> Grandma going to get maimed. You know, like it's not like two years ago, we saw one lady get the point of the umbrella boom, like it didn't get stuck in her chest, but oh, it nailed no. her sitting down. And yeah, she had to be taken out on a stretcher. It was horrible, horrible. And because people are meatballs and they don't understand how to put uh, an umbrella in the sand. And it, you know, um, The angle, you know, angle it at the wind, not with the wind, because once it takes off as a sail, it's just simple things. It's just like common sense. Wake up. (laughs) Wake up. So, yeah. So where the beach, the beach squad (laughs) over there. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it clean. You know, don't hurt anybody. Everyone's going there to relax. I don't need to be on full alert. You know, do do the people listen to you generally
0: when you come over there?
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know. They get it. They get it. You know, I try to teach the kids about proper, you know, space etiquette. You know, if they could, you know, how uh, the game Spikeball. Have you seen this game, Spikeball? No. So it's like this little mini trampoline, like a, a solo trampoline. That's the yeah. size of it. It's round, and it's basically like a handball game. You play against other people, and you hit this little ball. It's like a um, it's a, a smaller than a soccer ball, but it's it's like. Um, you know, about five inches round, you could palm it, but you could just hit it and you hit it, and then the, ne- then the next team hits it, but you could spike it really hard and far and like fast. And like people try to cram in these little spots there. I'm like, look, there's a thousand of feet of open yeah. space there. Yeah. Yeah. Take this game again because someone gets cracked. Or it comes over and hits you twice, or hits your chair like four times. Right, You're know, right. like, well, "Guy, come it's on, 100
0: guy!" Hundred yards down the beach, just be away from us. Not
1: even, yeah, It's just like fifty feet. Just go over there. Smart enough. Smart enough, yeah. It's just, uh, it's bad. And then people go there and they, they just don't watch their children, you know. Yeah, so right. The, so, so that, and that's how people drown. So it just, uh, this, there's got to be better hope for the. Uh, you know, the beach people, right, but let me, uh,
0: let me tell you a story later. We, we, we want to get into this, but later I'll tell you a story about my, uh, my son. One time he didn't listen to me. It was kind of funny. Um, all right. All right. Later on towards the end. All right. Sounds good.
1: All right, Todd. So um, we, uh, the fantasy baseball season is winding down and yes. um, I don't know what to do. I'm having anxiety. <laughs> i don't want to play football uh i you know i have home football leagues um last year i did one of the nffc like best ball leagues right um just to mess around with me and my friend and we did pretty well um but um i just like got less and less interested in football as the years went on and i kind of just want to you know, get into earlier drafts, October, November, baseball drafts, and just, you know, really stay on my baseball grind. So you
0: can do that. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I did one this year and I'm, you know, doing good in that league. So I figured if I could stay on like I did last year and uh, kind of roll that over. Um, But so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having anxiety. Like it's just, it's, it's bad. The beach season is winding down. The, the, (laughs) the baseball season is winding down. This is, this is what depression feels like, Todd.
0: Well, don't get depressed. I mean, we, All started, right. we got the pennant races part of the season. We got the playoffs. Did, did the Mets just win? Three-run homer from PR in the top of the 12th. Okay. 5-2. Okay.
1: They're up off Tyler Chatwood. Yep. It seems like no one can help this guy this year.
0: Chatwood, man. I don't know why he's still uh, pitching for them, but <laughs> anyway, that's, yeah. that's beside the point. Um, But, yeah, there's still good parts of the baseball season left, the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's going to be exciting going down the stretch and not just the leagues you and I are in, but in the leagues, uh, just to follow some of the leagues in the main event will be fun.
1: Right. Absolutely. we got seven weeks
0: left, right?
1: So six
0: FAB periods. Six FAB periods left. And then uh, the last week, you know, after the last FAB, we'll, you know, decide a lot of leagues.
1: Right. Yep. So this week in Fab, we had a total number of uh, 1118 bids and it was the first time that the average winning bid was under 10 bucks.
0: Yep, that's true. That's true. So um so yeah, we thought it was going to happen earlier at least I did, but now we're up to $890 spent per team which leaves everybody with the average team with 110. So, you know, it's still about 18 bucks a week for the average team and my suspicion is a lot of teams have less than that because there are some teams that are out of it that are not going to spend. And, uh, you know, you asked Rob uh, a little while, uh, a couple weeks ago, I not forget, um, about, well, it'll be interesting to study how many teams don't spend their FAB. And we're going to know by just me doing this calculation every week. Right. to, get down to the end of the season. I mean, I think it's going to be the average team will have I'm just guessing 20 30 dollars left and it's because the teams out of contention don't spend every dollar they have
1: what do you have left
0: it's a good question I can tell you in a moment in my I, main, got, I got 73 and 69 Mains are right, the one I'm in with you I have 159 but that I'm out of it in that league so it doesn't matter the, the teams that are, were in it James Anderson and me is 74 and 95.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much close to me there. Yeah.
0: I think, I think a lot of teams are right right around those numbers, you know, maybe 70, 80,
1: 90. Yeah. This is a fun time when you're really just like, you know, you got to be frugal with your bids. And um, I kind of like it like this. I almost think there should be, you know, um, and in some league too, I'm just like uh, scratching my head at what people around me are waiting for to, you know, to, to bid for, you know, I don't know
0: if they have a lot of fab left and they're actually in the running. I don't know what they're waiting for. I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the big guy just passed, you know, Sal was just uh the guy to get in on, and um, you know, I uh, feel like a lot of leagues, you know, uh, people hanging around my top five, they just uh still haven't spent a lot of their money, so like 300 bucks, two 290. So it's interesting. I guess they're just gonna play every matchup at the end and trying to get every. God, they can.
0: Yes, um, if they can bid ten, and you and I can bid three, you know, then uh, they have an advantage. But I don't know if you get your second or third choice instead of their first choice. I'm not sure that's going to be that valuable.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So this this week we had um, Mr. Joe Barlow. He was the most picked up guy, uh, right. closer on the Texas Rangers.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs>
1: picked up in 39 leagues. Um, Spencer Patton look, looked like he was going to get, you know, be the guy who got the first shot at it. Right. Got a couple of bad outings where he put some guys on base and that'll lead to um, you definitely not, uh, you know, keeping that role. Um, his numbers aren't really that far off from Barlow. Barlow has been really good this year. Um, but one, one thing I noticed with Patton, um, I kind of look at the, uh Greg Jewett is a big proponent of looking at shutdown, uh, shutdowns and meltdowns. It's on the win probability tab and fan graphs.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and it, it, uh, uh, shutdown, I think, is described as anyone who improves their win probability added of a team up 6% and the meltdown is anyone who um, lessened it by 6%. Um, and he right now has, Patton had three, three, shutdowns and six meltdowns. And um that's like on par with more, uh, a, a lot of the worst closes in the league. Actually not even closer, just like on par with guys like Matt Andrisi and uh um, you know, Joe Jimenez. So um not really, you know, I I don't know if that's something, you know, ball clubs look at um over skills, but um, it's definitely something to that I noted at least uh sure. when I was looking through the through the um it was something that he struggled with early uh, that he, you know, and I don't know, It's something that stand out to me to, to think that a major league teammate saying, well, this guy is causing our win chances to go backwards. Um, but yeah, Joe Barlow, um, he's got 14 and two thirds innings pitched right now, 18 strikeouts um, 0.6 ERA and yeah. K K minus BB of 20 swing, a strike rate of 14%. And um yeah, he's just really solid. I think he, once he gets that first strike even higher, could be even more effective. Yeah. Uh, the one thing right now they just got to watch out for is his BABIP and his uh, strand rate is um, both um, – He's succeeding very well in those. So you might get a little regression with those. But um, I'm liking what I see with Joe Ball so far. Hopefully the Rangers can win like eight games and he'll get maybe four saves.
0: <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, he throws like 95-plus. So I think he's got Patton beat there. And, uh, yeah, I think he's just more reliable than Patton or anybody else in that bullpen. So he should keep the job for the rest of the way, I think. And it uh, should be valuable to hold on to.
1: Right. Absolutely. I think so, too. Next, we'll move over to um, Tyler Wade, a New York Yankee, yeah. added in 30 leagues. Um, yeah. He had a pretty good week last week. I think he had about five stolen bases, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. he, was
0: hitting, he was hitting well, too. He was, you know, uh, getting on base quite a bit. Second, um, third short in outfields, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I labor, it's a question of what, how long Glaber Torres is going to be out. Um, yeah. If he out another couple of weeks, I think he could uh, he could see more time. They're still playing Andrew Velasquez. Val- um, but I think Wade is the better commodity, and Wade can play all over the field too. So let's we'll see, but I think he could add a few steals to people's rosters. Yeah, he definitely
1: can add the steals. Um, I gotta tell you though, you know, I've been um I watched the Yankee um early game the other day against the Red Sox, and mm-hmm. it's cool. I really enjoy watching when a kid grows up in New York and then goes to play on oh, with
0: Velasquez. the Yankees or Mets, yeah, you know, yeah. like
1: like like um Velasquez, you know, the Bronx kid. He, so yeah. he obviously wanted to be a Yankee and it's it just really cool watching him play. Yeah,
0: they were they were psyched up. I mean that was
1: fun. yeah, you can't help but root for a guy like that, sure, you know. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, so um, Tyler Wade uh, won't, he won't get some home runs from him, no. but you'll definitely get some bags and get a decent batting average. Yeah. Um, and that's I all think
0: you can get. that's all you're going to get. And maybe in two weeks, he'll be out of the lineup. I mean, the Yankees hope so because they'd rather have him as a utility guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But if you can grab, you know, four steals this week, right. you know, the Yankees had eight games, so that was. One well, six plus a doubleheader. So it was one um extra reason why he was scooped up for sure. Um I was excited because the last couple of weeks I actually um got him in my lineup and the two draft champions I have him in where I do need stolen bases. And I was like, hey, this is perfect. Um I love when it uh when it unraveled like that. I hadn't used them all year, <laughs> you know, and then you plug yeah. them in and um when you know when injuries and, and just when when you need a stat and it's like hey yeah, this is great. yeah you know it's uh it, it's one thing I like about the draft champion it's like you get like these little victories you know like you use a guy for one week and you get right. so like you know I I use this 47th round pick one time and it's truly exciting
0: yeah I um, know what you mean I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah it makes you feel very smart you know way back in March you drafted this team and you know, I, I knew I needed steals in August and uh, this is what happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, I needed speed and I need a multi-eligibility guy. And I remember, too, because a lot in a lot of my drafts toward the end of the drafts, it would it came down to um, if I needed an extra multi-eligibility. Because on some teams, I got them early and often, so I didn't really chase it at the end. But. Um, at the end, it was usually him or Joe panic where I was just like, all right, well, these guys play three spots and you know, one speed and the other guy is pretty much nothing panic, but, uh, he's contact and <laughs> I figured he, he'll he, keep a job. Yeah. yeah.
0: The middle infielder, you know, it can work, you know, you just, it, it's, it's difficult to know where your holes are going to crop up, but you've got to cover yourself as much right. as you can.
1: Right. Um, let's move over to um, Griffin Jack, starting pitcher on the Minnesota Twins, scooped up in twenty-eight leagues. Right. Uh, not a ton of money spent on him. Um, highest bid was uh, thirteen bucks.
0: Thirteen, yeah.
1: Yeah. What did you? Um, what have you seen from Jack so far?
0: I mean, he had that one game, Rob, where he he struck out like ten guys, I believe.
1: Ten White Sox, too. Right.
0: Yeah, it was pretty amazing. But I don't think he's like a tremendous strikeout pitcher. I'm not saying he's terrible. But I think that was an outlier. Um, but I think you know he did well early this week, and I think he's he's reasonable hope. The question is, will he win a lot of games for the Twins? I don't know, but that's such a dicey statistic anyway. I mean, right. I don't, you can't you couldn't get Chris Sale and know how many wins he's going to get. Um, right. So I don't know, but but I think he's a worthy gamble. I he's he should have a rotation spot. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I never, um, I was looking at his minor league stats and he never really had K, K percentage over 20% in the last, I think, three right. or four years. He had one, one yeah, year. I
0: don't, no, I, I don't buy the big strikeouts No, I don't buy. Yeah, him.
1: even the minor league uh, FIP and XFIP are just not really um, lining up that he, you know, he's going to be. I like Bradley Ober, uh, another twin. Sure. He's been getting a lot better in his starts. You could just see that... Uh, He's starting to become a more rounded pitcher. He's starting to miss a couple more bats. Not extremely high strikeout guy, but um, right,
0: right.
1: yeah, this might just be a desperation play for some must-needed arm because they're definitely getting hard to find. Like uh, throwing a no-hitter in your first start, Tyler Gilbert, <laughs> the next guy with the most pickups in the main event this week, uh, 27 leagues, went for as high as 51. Right, and this yeah. is what happens when you throw a no-hitter.
0: I guess so. I mean, I, I wasn't buying it really at all. It's a great story, but I, I don't think he, uh, he doesn't throw very hard. He had some great luck with the batted balls, but you know, I, I don't think I really wanted to bid for him. And I was a, sort of amazed that they were up in the forties and fifties with him. Um, but you know, he, he got his name up there and people are hoping they can catch lightning at a bottom.
1: Right. I definitely feel that way. Definitely a feel good story, uh, but nothing in the, um, you know, nothing in the history uh, that he's shown that he's going to be a, uh, you know, a much relevant pitcher in the, in the major leagues for sure. Um, let's move over to speech to Mr. Yanni Hernandez on the Texas Rangers. Um, right. Pretty much all speed, no bat, pretty much close to Tyler Wade. Um, The only difference is that, you know, Yanni is leading off or batting second and pretty much playing every day. And also, too, the guy just really just puts the bat on the ball all the time. Um, Definitely, if you know, if you pick this guy up, you definitely got to be ahead in homers. That's for sure. But he doesn't strike out um, at all. um, He walks a little bit, 7.7 percent walk rate so far. But um, he doesn't hit the ball hard either. I don't think it's Maxi V yet. Maxi V hasn't gone over 100 yet at that 99.6. I'm thinking I could smoke one more than 99.6, but he'll definitely beat me in a race to first. That's for sure. He's,
0: uh, he, the question is, is his hit tool enough to even just stay there, even for the Rangers? I'm not sure. But, yeah, he should stick in the lineup longer than Tyler Wade. Um, that would be good. But the chance – my theory was he's, they're going to drop him down to eighth or ninth, Rob and then he's going to maybe run less or get less at bats. And so I wasn't – I didn't need a lot of middle infielders, and uh, so I didn't really go for him myself.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I think I picked him up in TGFBI um, strictly. I think I'm sixth. I'm talking between sixth and seventh overall, and speed is one spot that can make a, a big jump in. I don't think I can get to first, but uh, it's just uh, I think speed – getting some st- uh, steals was a good way to jump. So I figured I'd give it a shot, you know, at this point, you know, what are you sure. going to do? Yeah. Um, let's move over to Ronaldo Lopez um, getting a chance to start for the Chicago White Sox picked up in 26, 26 leagues for um, a max of 26. He actually surprised me by going five innings yesterday. Um, kind of wasn't expecting that, but you know, on the season, 25 innings pitched, 26 Ks, uh, 1.08 ERA. K minus BB is at twenty one point one percent. Three, four, five, Sierra. You know he's uh he's definitely a guy who. It's interesting. I I I don't know if you saw Jeff Zimmerman's tweet about his vision. No. Oh, and apparently he's never been able to see the catcher giving signs, and he was always, quote unquote, not comfortable, not confident because he didn't know if he was actually throwing the pitch. That the catcher was asking for. So now that he said he's got his vision corrected, he feels more confident because he can, he really knows that this is what the catcher wants. I find that fascinating.
0: Wow. I would think the catcher would feel more confident too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boom. That's a boom. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. But I mean, Ronaldo, I guess I, this is a case, Rob, where I have so many biases on Ronaldo because he's been around so long. And he always has these little stretches where he has really good results. Yeah. And then he, he, he lets go with a two innings pitch, seven earned runs, you know, and look, and that can happen to any pitcher, but I just feel like he's let me down so many times that I'm just not comfortable going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's pitching for the White Sox, which is a great team. And maybe he, for a month and a half, he can, you know, sort of stay solid.
1: Like that. Yeah. I mean, even 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 if he goes back to a you know a two or three inning pitch swing roll, um it could definitely yeah. be pretty, you know, solid for you down the stretch. Um, yeah. he's another guy with some some impressive Babbitt block at, sitting at a 148 Babbitt again. So um, you know, um see these things start to correct themselves. Maybe the stats don't look as pretty, but um right. he 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 definitely you know switched a lot of things around that um used to bother him or used to hold him back, I guess, in the fantasy game. But uh okay. yeah, he's an interesting definitely an interesting pickup um this week for sure. Um one of the guys I been on uh a little bit in my leagues was uh both Seth Brown and Connor Joe just looking and Frank Schwindel, the next three guys in the licks right. Seth Brown picked up in 21 league, Connor Joe in 20 and Schwindel in in, in 20 leagues. Um And Lewis Brinson, let's just lump them in. Lewis Brinson picked up in 19 as well. Um, I think these were pretty popular. Uh, you know, offensive ads for um, corner for outfield. Brinson, of course, you know, the big, big pedigree prospect. He commanded actually the highest bid that was in Chris sale this week, I believe, right? For I think so, yeah, 149 in the main event. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because not not a lot has changed um from his skill set. Uh he's pulling the ball a little um a little less, driving the ball the opposite way, which is something that they didn't want to work on. Um right. but you know, the strikeout stuff, the hard hit stuff, it's pretty much the same. Um, but he's getting a chance to play. And uh, I definitely think if you need some offensive spark. Um, he was the guy to you know try to you know jumpstart it with. Hopefully, he just starts being maybe more aggressive on the base pass because he doesn't have a stolen base or an attempt yet. Yeah,
0: he hasn't really done that lately at all. Um, but, yeah, the, all these four have their merits, I think. Brown, I was a little leery of because they seem to still want to only play him against right-handed pitchers. Right. Um, but he's still valuable. I mean, if you see three, le- three righties coming up on the schedule, they can – you know he he could hit a homer or two um Joe is great when the Rockies are home and uh, Schwindel's been really impressive with the way he's been hitting so I could see I, I did have these guys mostly in waterfalls but I think I only got Brinson once and maybe that's it um but yeah I mean I think they all have their merits I would say um it's a good gamble to make in all cases
1: yeah definitely um the one reason I had uh, Seth Brown low was even though he was facing three righties in this Monday to Thursday stretch, it was still Ronaldo Lopez, Lance Lynn, and Dylan Cease. And, you know, even though uh, sometimes that stands out that he, a player might play a game, you know, you definitely have to pay attention to, uh, you know, who they're, you
0: know, who who they're
1: playing. Obviously Connor Joe had, you know, six games at home this week and plus he's been swinging a great bat kind of been surprising um to see him you know really uh stabilize his skills and he's been pretty he's hitting the ball well um and he, he's 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 escaped the uh, rocky um game playing so far uh
0: so far so far, so It'll far. Happen. It'll happen. I, yeah I yeah up, i picked up sam Hilliard uh, mm-hmm. not this week but two weeks ago and they're really not playing him at all or not as much Um, of course it's not crazy that's just the rockies for you so i I thought i was being smart getting him a week in advance and that really didn't uh, help me
1: yeah (laughs) i mean they're really something else the rockies yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and like you mentioned frank schwindel uh 29-year-old journeyman getting a shot to play after the Anthony Rizzo trade. And uh he's been pretty he's been pretty good, you know. He's he's hitting the yeah. ball extremely hard, barreling the ball over 10% with a 112 and a half max EV. Um he's a pull hitter, which you know you gotta love. The pull hitters, Todd. Um, but he puts the ball in the air and he hit a pull side and definitely. That's a good way to get some homers. The WRC Plus, that 157, uh, he doesn't strike out much at 20%. He doesn't walk much either, but um, he's hitting the ball zone contact at 92%. So
0: definitely a guy who's got some hitting
1: skills for sure.
0: You can't argue with the results. The results are there so far. It's just whether he keeps it up or not. He's going to get the playing time if he does.
1: Yeah, that's a team that definitely you will get your playing time for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. um
1: let's talk about your boy luis gill in the yankees um picked up in 17 leagues sure. for max of 46 and i believe the week before where we didn't get a chance to he was also a pretty popular pickup as well
0: yeah yeah he was picked up in two weeks for two weeks but i had him initially sort of way high up in my uh bid list and then the more i heard about first he wasn't going to get two starts and then that one start he was going to get was going to be against the Red Sox. So, yeah, he did do fairly well, like four innings and zero earned runs. Um, but I'm just not sure what they're going to do with him. They could pitch him out of the bullpen. They could send him a triple A. I mean, he's a nice asset to have, but I didn't know how they were going to really use him. So right. I didn't really feel like I wanted to spend my, a large portion of my fab on him, even though he's looked good. I think part of it is is Babbitt fortune, but um, the pitches look pretty good. They look like they're not that easy to hit. He has a lot of movement.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm just so uh, like waiting for his his minor league you know walk rate to catch up with him. Um, yeah, that was something that you know kind of led me to be off of him in the in 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 right. both bidding periods. Plus, like right. you mentioned, the possible playing time crunch. Um, it just was scared off by those weeks, and then I just I couldn't compete with the bid. Because two weeks ago he went for as high as ninety four, and he went in twenty four weeks. And right. um, this this week wasn't wasn't as much forty six bucks was the max, but um, pretty much a competitive bid all around for Louis Skill. Um, what do you think he should do? Do you think the Yankees should keep him in the rotation?
0: Um, I kind of like the idea of uh, pairing him up with Nestor Cortez. Okay. So, so sort of making them into one uh, starter, uh, one going first, one going second. And then they have uh, Montgomery, Cole, and, um, you know, Tyon to fill in. Um, so I think they have a pretty decent group with that. And we'll see what happens with the rest of the spots. They're trying to work Kluber back. I'm not sure that's going to work out.
1: Yeah, what, do you, what are you expecting? You think Kluber throws again?
0: Not in the majors. No. No. I think he's uh, too far away, and I just think it's uh, more serious than they've been letting on.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, Stinks, too, because, you know, it kind of looked like he was getting back to uh, having a a successful campaign.
0: Yeah, and 7 had a setback, too, and so I'm just not uh, too confident about either of those guys. But uh, I think they'll get a... You know, they'll try to cobble it together. The pitching has not been the problem. If they can continue to hit, they'll be in good shape.
1: Yeah, it's it's some wild card race right now. Um, (laughs) It's it's, it's, it's awesome. I think they're all tied right now, right? The A's, the...
0: Uh, The Yankees went into the night one game ahead of the Red Sox. So, yeah, I think they're tied with the A's maybe, or one game behind the A's. I don't know. But uh, they're one game ahead of the Red Sox. I know that. But that's
1: they're playing the else. Red Sox tonight. They're playing the Red Sox tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. They can, uh, they've been playing well at home versus them. So, uh, yep. it's, uh, it, uh, and, and they're up two one right now in the bottom of the second. Um, okay, good, good, good. So we got the three Century Club members this week Lewis Brinton, right. Chris Dale, Jared Walsh. You get Jared Walsh went for 126 in one league. He was available. Brinton went for 149. And Chris Dale, um, went for his highest 315
0: that's an impressive bid for 315 for the uh, middle of august um but yeah i mean i think it, it's worth spending if you can get I mean that league he he really um he really uh was much higher than the the runner-up bid so um what was and i runner-up? think
1: i think you gotta spend it if you know if you need a pitch you know that's the guy i mean <laughs> yeah
0: You can't try to save like 20 bucks, you know, what's the point? So, you know, I think the guy did it right. And he was available in those eight leagues and players got him and they're hoping for, you know, a big boost. He was available
1: in my online championship. I had 206 left. And I said, you know what? In a 12 team league, I'm willing to go down to like 16 for the rest of the uh, year. I said, this is the guy, you know, my pitching isn't horrible, but it's been like very up and down. Sure. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go for it. And I think I lost 206 was the high bid. So I was almost there. Um, But, you know, close, close,
0: close. Uh, yeah,
1: you know, at, at that point, it was almost like.
0: No, you I gotta, almost you, wanted
1: to have him just to, um, you know, just yeah, to have yeah. for sale.
0: <laughs> you could put it together, you know, $1 bids for the rest of the period if you had gotten him.
1: Right. That was the uh, that was definitely the. um the look for that so uh let's 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 get into the coliseum todd
0: yep it's always dangerous in the coliseum but this week we do have we do have one uh player that survived josiah gray he uh he got a 2.81 era no wins but 18ks in 16 innings so we rate that a a, a positive a win um the other three guys aren't as good although tukey to has looked better lately, but in his first three weeks, he um, he had a 724 ERA. That just didn't work out if people were playing him every day, every start, rather. Brandon Marsh, I, I picked him up in one league and 200 average, no homers, two steals, that's no good. And Brian Anderson was, I made it a push. He was 246 with two homers. I mean, that's okay, I suppose, but I'm not sure that's what the the, the owners were looking for. So that means that we have, Rob, uh, 12 good ads out of 68. So that's wow. still not a great record. Um, that's, uh, let me see, 18%. That's not that great for the vaunted main event owners.
1: Yeah, so- definitely not. Uh, well, Tukey has been a little, you know, he's been a little... It's been a little interesting because he came back in his last couple of starts. It was looked...
0: good. It was good. That's, yeah. I'm just not sure. I think he's he's a very inconsistent pitcher. You know, I think you were higher on him than I was, but I think he could give you another really good one and then blow up. That's, but, you know, that's my own bias against but him. We have our biases, Todd. That's it. That's all. Listen, we
1: before we get into the overall standings and yes. some leagues, we're going to go back to the pod deck game. I think a lot of people enjoyed.
0: Oh, Okay, let's do it. Let's do All right. It. Are you ready? I'm going to wear a horse's head again, maybe. This is going to be a good one. So
1: the, we're going to do the um, what the heck first, and then we'll do the would you rather. All right.
0: Okay. What the heck?
1: Yeah, what the heck. All right. Here we go. You got it. If humans came with a warning label, what would yours say?
0: Uh, that's a good one
1: warning uh, ultimate fantasy baseball player beware
0: <laughs> watch out this guy doesn't know as much as he thinks he does
1: <laughs> all right
0: all right that's a that's a clear
1: enough warning for sure <laughs> stay away don't listen
0: to his And that, <laughs> that, that brings me back to my story which i'll tell you after you do the next one
1: okay all right All right, this one, this one, the would you rather's are are some good ones. There's some good ones in here. I was kind of looking through them the other day, and I was like, "Wow, there's, there's, um, there's some good ones." All right.
0: I think we got to get one of your guests on with me instead of so it's not just all to me when we do these questions. But anyway, go ahead. I'm mentally prepared. Oh,
1: I don't even want to ask you this one. No, disgusting.
0: Don't don't do it then.
1: Don't do it then. But it's the yeah. one I
0: picked. Oh, well, then we got to do it. Oh, would
1: you?
0: <laughs> there are things I don't want to do, buddy. I,
1: would I'm... you rather lick the pus out of a pop zit or a busted blister?
0: Oh, Rob.
1: All right, all right. You know, don't answer it. Don't answer I mean... it. I just had to read it. I had to read it at least.
0: Well, if you enjoy reading it, that's fine.
1: All right, all right, all right. Here's another one. Ready? <laughs> would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or a porta potty? <laughs>
0: That's oh, a good my one. God.
1: That is a good one. I'm not. That's a I'm good not, one. Now, not picking another one. That is a good one.
0: I guess there's various levels of uh, of horrendousness depending on which one, it, which porta potty, and which dumpster it is. Um, I guess I'd go dumpster just because I feel like I could move around more. Maybe move some of the stuff out of the way.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Listen.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I like uh, the way your brain's working there. My brain is working, not not always well, but it works. working.
1: At least you know on the border part, if you have to go to the bathroom, it's pretty That's much true. right
0: there. <laughs> yeah. are always, always available. Always <laughs> but available.
1: you don't have any soft garbage bags to lay on as bedding. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Boy. And also the uh, the smell is is pretty constant with dumpsters. I feel like they're not all smelling horribly. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe
1: yeah. I'm, All right. Back to ba- Back to baseball. Back to yeah, baseball. Yeah, Let me I tell see. you the story. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me the
0: story. Tell me a story uh, about the you. story. It's story time with Todd. Right. So, so my son is 10 years old, and uh, he's playing uh, baseball. Uh, you know, the local league here was a game, playing a game in the Bronx. So it's definitely a city game, and uh, you know. He, they have too many, like many teams, they have too many g- kids for, you know, just, it depends on who shows up, but too many kids to, to just be out on the field at any given time. So Towards the end of the game, they said, you know, the, the, the two uh, coaches talked and they said, all right, let's get one more kid in, in on the field on each team. Each team can play four out of those instead of three, right? So, my son, they, the coach tells him, Go, you're in left field, but there's a kid in left center, right center, and right. So there's four outfielders, right? Okay. So they're playing the last couple of leagues this way. And, and uh, my son, you know, I, I'm not, I try not to be an overbearing dad when, when he was playing baseball and stuff, but this is one time I called him over and I said, I would just want to tell you one thing, that if the ball's hitting the air to you, just make sure to call it because you guys are really packed in close together, right? Right. So the very next inning, kids at the plate, my son's out there in left field, and it's a fly ball hit, and where's it hit? Right to my son. So he starts running over, camping under it, and the other kid in left left center starts running breakneck speed towards my son. Oh boy. And, And does my son say anything? No. Does he raise his hand? No not, no, not a sound. He's just tracking the ball. And so this is where you can see sort of like something happening like a train wreck. And uh, so as the ball arrives, this kid hit, slides. I don't know why he was sliding. He slides into the back legs of my son. My son is going down backwards, you know, falling back. And he catches the ball. Wow. <laughs> as he's going, it was the most tremendous circus catch of a ball that he was camped under that you ever saw and so he comes in and I just look and look at him and he just shakes his head and walks away he says nothing to me so it just shows you know I think when we're all about 10 years old we just don't want to listen to our parents you know and, <laughs> and this just proved it so ever since then the, the, the good news is Ever since then, when I'm telling the story about my son and how he doesn't listen to me, I uh, I bring up that story. So he knows it by heart by now. But uh, that was that was my little story about somebody not listening. Right. So just, if you're ever in that situation, you can just relate to that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the, I remember one time I didn't listen when I was playing Little League. Um, I was probably about 10, 10, 11. Um, my dad had passed passed away two years prior to my brother was my coach Uh and um the kid who better clean up on the other team was like the uh the guy who organized a league son and he got away with everything and so like one rule was like you couldn't wear a watch to play baseball and he would wear a watch and it bugged me and so i made it a point to hit him i made it a point to hit his watch when I was a pitcher and I did you aimed at his wrist I I mean listen I was 10 I wasn't good at aiming I mean I threw like 43 but I wasn't really uh an but aimer what?
0: but you threw it was a you were pitching and you hit his wrist
1: I yeah went for a brush off and it hit his and it hit his watch the old Casio you know like
0: 999
1: Casio boom
0: that. that took care of that problem took care of the
1: problem he took it right <laughs> off because it wasn't <laughs> ticking anymore that's it
0: I like, like the a, approach. I
1: like the approach. Yeah, yeah. I, You know, if I was to see him now, I'd tell him I'm sorry. And I would get yeah, him a new yeah. Casio. Yeah, yeah. He's,
0: he's the guy at the beach that doesn't
1: know how to put the umbrella in. anyway. Oh, definitely not. Definitely. <laughs> 100% right. 100% <laughs> right. You know. Um. Anyway. All right. So let's get into some of the main event overall standing. Some yes. of the leagues. If you want to talk about the leagues that you've been tracking. If you found anything interesting. I've been enjoying... Um, with your articles seeing the I like how you list like everyone's you know first couple uh, first three picks um oh, yeah. because you know it's 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 cool to really see t- two like teams do really well when maybe two or even three of their picks are like whoa like how are they in first or second yeah. and you know like their first three picks are not really, Strong picks. Performing, you know,
0: yes, push. right. There's, there's some guys that are just doing well regardless. Right, you know, right. They have Bauer or they have DeGrom who's out or they Rendon was their third pick. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And I, I'm going to look forward to doing doing this. I'm going to do, uh, Rob, uh, I'm going to do the league analyses twice a week. A very short article on Fridays is my plan where oh, we'll just cool. do league analysis, not no fab, obviously. Um, I like that. But anyway, we'll do more updates. But, yeah, the leagues I, I was looking at, um, you know, uh, they're, they're all different. But there are some leagues, like uh, the first one with Abdul Madani and Steve Weimer are very close. Those guys uh, could could both win. Um, Weimer, sorry. Weimer, sorry. Yeah, he's
1: a uh, good player, Steve.
0: Uh, he's obviously good. Phil yeah. so is leading um, – the next two, and he's got fairly substantial leads for first, but there's some uh tight races for the other s- spots. And then, uh, the one that James and I are leading, I don't even think we're in first anymore. There's a four team scramble, and uh, it could be anybody's, you could be anywhere from first to fourth easily. So, yeah, you uh, got
1: the war dog in that league, too, Daniel, right. Then
0: the yeah, Spielberg. he's tough and he's a good uh, player. Yep. And uh, Jeremy Brader is a good player too. I don't really know him, but he's very good. And and uh, it's 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 just it's just a, a scramble. It's just a scramble. So so that's a tough one. But there are other leagues like that. Right. And uh, you'll see as I go through it that um that these leagues are really close and could go down to the last few days. Um, right. Cool. And uh, let's see. And the overall. Uh, you know, you got Phil way out in front. Um, Emmett Ruland moved up to second. Yeah, he had remember,
1: some weak Emmett.
0: Well, he was he was on fire. Tyler Young stuck, stuck at third. Alan Mitchell as fourth and seventh. Phil has uh, first sixth. And his third team fell out of the top 20. Uh, don't feel too bad for him. Um <laughs> but, <laughs> But Tyler Young has uh, three teams still in the top twenty, um, and uh, Clark Olson has two. So you know there's some really great players going on. Um, and then the, you're leading the league we drafted in, Rob. I hope you win it because I'm not sure you're not gonna. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm really, yeah.
1: I'm really, ha- um, it's, it, I'm really proud of my of that team in that league because just yeah. I went from like tenth. In like May, I think in the beginning of May, it was like tenth or eleventh, and each week it just like chipped away. And then there was a, a two or three week stretch where um me and Michael Mager and uh Constantine and uh, Frank Stample, the Bruce right. team would just um, I remember there was one 12 day swing where I lost like 10 points and and Frank and, and Constantine gained like 10 and it was just DMing each other, like wow, that was such a wild swing, you know. So
0: right.
1: um, but hopefully uh it has been tough without the Gram to really try to piece together yeah. um like at least the ratios, you know, the ratios are tough when when you have a guy like DeGrom that, and you know what? I didn't help myself in that league too. I definitely started Patrick Corbin for way too many starts. Yeah. So like I, I have a poor ERA and whip for having a DeGrom on on my right. team. So right. um, hopefully, you know, I'll take a chance on some rookies like Daniel Lynch and Reed Detmers. Um, Hoping they can give me some, you know, you know, so- solid innings going yeah. down the, down the stretch De- right Detmers,
0: now. Detmers I think will give you strikeouts for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like the way he looks. He, 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 he doesn't look like a, a, a young um, pitcher, you know, no. he looks very well composed. Like he's, he has no, you know, no problem being up there. Um, so it's it's uh, definitely interesting.
0: Yeah. Anyway, there's lots of leagues where it's really tight. I'll go through them, uh, you know, like five at a time. And uh, it'll be exciting uh, to, to just follow this down to the end and, and see what, what goes on. I don't think, FAB is going to be quite as important. Um, I'm going to sort of dial that back a little. I will still carry forward some of the analysis of dollars spent, but I don't think we're going to, that's going to be the key feature of what we're going to analyze going forward.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what, what, what are some of the things right now that you're kind of looking at um, at the most, like, are there categories in certain leagues that you need? Are you looking yeah. at, are you looking at, uh, so which categories? Are, are so, the obvious um, stone so base me, saves? It,
0: yeah, yeah, so for me, it's the trying to, to, to balance the Ks and wins versus the saves, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the thing that's hard for me, Rob, I don't know if you agree, is, um, you know, you think initially, well, the starters are much better bets to get a win, but I'm not sure that's completely true this year, because again, with the uh, runner on second and the extra innings, I think the, especially the closer relievers, get a little extra boost and a chance for a win, like in a tie game or, you know, pitching the bottom of the ninth. If they hold it scoreless, then the other team couldn't push ahead. So I'm not sure that's completely true. Um but if, definitely strikeouts, if you need the strikeouts, you need more starters. If, you, if the saves are bunched up, you can go with more relievers. Uh, winds is sort of more of a toss-up.
1: Yeah, so the wind is, um, since it's, it's August 1st, relievers have 104 winds and starters have 126, so.
0: Yeah, so um, the, I think if you looked at that like three years ago, I, I think it would be more tilted towards the starters.
1: Right, right. And it's just, you know, with 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 starters getting, they're just very really difficult to come across. Yeah, why.
0: No, one other thing about that, Rob, is that um, I think it's more the the relievers that people have rostered that were getting wins. Whereas like three years ago, yeah, there were some relievers getting wins, but there were a lot of guys, random, more random guys. They're always random guys. But more random guys that... Um, we're getting wins. Uh, They weren't really the, you know, the Josh Nader type guys. Right. I think those guys are getting more. Right. That's my theory. I really haven't tried to test it.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's definitely an interesting time. You know, I'm trying to like forecast some players that may um, make it through the, uh, you know, playing time crunch down at the end, you know, they'll get the two extra roster spots soon um, and, you know, some teams maybe just start to look at, you know, uh, getting some guys, some looks for next year on bad teams and you know, yeah. um, it, it's something you gotta really think through when you're, when you're battling it out for a league, uh, you know, to try to stay in the money and, um, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's fun, you know, it's fun trying to forecast through all that. Um, definitely, in in my second main event league the one that Paul Spore and 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 Brent Crooms are completely just doing you know very well in um like a a, at one point I had like 112 points and I was in third and wasn't even close to them you know that's (laughs) you know it's like wow like they've just been playing really well but in that league it was like I have like a a 100 and uh over 100k lead and you know uh, tied for first and win so i just like threw in six relievers you know to try to six closers you gotta, day. Do, you gotta yeah. do
0: that if the situation calls for it
1: and just like watching these guys i'm like no one's getting a safe chance this is not working <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just but, like trying some things like that you know just because i got that K lead, you know it's not something i would try uh but you know again it's just that was just one of those teams too, where I hit on pretty much every one of my draft picks um, at pitching, you know, at the top and through the bottom, you know, even guys like uh, Logan Webb and and um, you know Stephen Matts and Rodon, you know, just uh, when you can get guys like that at the end of the draft and and you know the, and you don't have to fab them, you don't have to go for the two you know two star streamers at all. Um, you just got to pick the wrong closers every week, like I've been doing. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's always tough. But right. yeah, I think I think uh, you know one thing I'm going to include in my article is the uh, the win probability. So when that lead comes up, you'll be able to see exactly through a super super computer analysis in Las Vegas win, you know that you'll how much percent chance you have to win that lead. Nice. So I, I like it. I want you to stay tuned. Uh, everybody can can look at that and know exactly where they stand.
1: Right absolutely absolutely um yeah so i'm just gonna give a little quick breakdown of some of the guys that picked up this week it wasn't a heavy week for me at all um in our main event that we shared um i picked up joe barlow for 22 bucks um i dropped ryan Yarbrough, who given me the most agita i've had all year out of anyone pretty much um just ugh. Unbelievable. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Also got Barlow in my second main event. Um, dropped, of course, Zach Britton, who had 17,000 save chances last week and only got one right, save. Right, 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 uh, right, But I won that bid for uh, 28 bucks and a backup for 22 And he just picked up um, – I uh, took a speculative bid on Roman Wick and Tyler Wells for two bucks and one buck a piece. And, um, I dropped Patrick Sandoval. Like I said, um, pitching is well ahead. So it's just one of those guys that just like want to one of the roster spot for some perspective save, but Wick came in the seventh yesterday, that didn't go according to plan. Um, I got the aforementioned Frank Schwindel early in the pot for two bucks and, um, Colin Moran, I picked up the two bucks. Um, came back and was actually starting versus lefties in some games, which is pretty interesting. They dropped that bum, Alec Mm -hmm.
0: Boehm.
1: Just just unbelievable. Take a guy out to get his head right for not playing the field, but uh, I don't know. It's like, you know, when you fall off the horse, you got to get back on, not like not take grounders anymore for the rest of your life, but uh, whatever. Um, He was starting to get hot at the bat too, Boehm, and um, just, you know, not like super hot, but hotter than he was all year, so uh, I don't think he's going to get a chance to turn that around. Girardi looks pretty hell-bent on, um, you know, on keeping him in there, it looks like. Yeah.
0: he's not.
1: Yeah. Torres, you know, got to get that former Yankee. Just uh, got to get him in there. That's sure.
0: <laughs>
1: but that was the extent of my main event bids. Uh, yeah. it, it, it wasn't we so only, crazy.
0: We only did uh, added two guys. Uh, Seth Brown over Tyrone Taylor before mm-hmm. and Jesus Sanchez over Hoy Park for three. So that's, you know, we're looking for outfielders, better outfielders. And that's what we came up with.
1: Very well, Todd. Very well. See what happens this week. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to get into before we shut this no, down for the no. night?
0: I, I don't want to tell another story. I'll put everybody to sleep, but uh, it's good talking to you, Rob, and uh, have a good week yourself. Uh, let's, let's get after these last six weeks yeah let's get after it
1: exactly it's uh it, it's crunch time um and um there's some days where i look at my teams and just like uh it's disheartening too when you, you feel like you know you're implementing a good plan and just nothing comes through or or you look and you you know you, you got three hits in the whole day and the oh, whole night right. and it's you know, four blown saves and, or every little thing is so magnified, but it's
0: It's like me. Sometimes you give really good advice and it gets ignored. You just, you know, that's what you can do about it.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Todd, thanks for joining me again. We'll talk next week, man.
0: Thanks a lot, Rob.
1: All righty, folks. Once again, this is Rob DiPietro, the Deadpool Hitter. You can find me on Twitter at Deadpool Hitter and at Deadpool Hitter Pod. Thank you for tuning in and listening to me and Todd discuss the player movement in the main event on the NFBC. Hope everyone is doing well in their days, and um, you know, um, that's it. Life is short. Get out and live it. You know, that's, uh, that's the only thing we could do. And um, appreciate anyone who's reached out and talk about the daily grind that we put in and fantasy baseballs so once again if you have any questions um during the week start sit um anything um just reach out to me on twitter um it'll be more than uh, on on dm i'll be more happy um to pop in there and check uh, any messages that anyone's uh, left and i'll get back to you um without a doubt all right thank you guys
0: and remember of course uh, don't be that bag of shit